Okay, welcome to Drilled Podcast. This is Dr. Brady Smith with a special guest from Mormon and the Meth Head Podcast, Jessa Reed and Aaron Woodall. Hello, we hello. Are, we are fresh. Am I saying that right? Woodall? Yeah, I think so. Like all the wood. Yeah, all the wood. <laughs> Woodall. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we are fresh off of uh, just recently. Aaron was uh, five minutes ago, was in my dental chair, receiving a dental cleaning and experiencing the effects of nitrous oxide. If you would like to view that. You can go to our YouTube channel, Drilled Podcast, uh, on YouTube, and you can witness it in all its glory. That should come out at the exact same time as this podcast. So if you're listening to this podcast, you can go listen to that or watch that right now. Uh, thank you for coming on the podcast, guys. Thank you for nitrous oxide. You're very welcome. <laughs> you're very welcome. How was that for you? I was cool. My very first very time. first time. Never right. had a dentist that gave me nitrous before, and I always wanted to know what I was missing. And now I do. It's a uh, it is a, it's a nice little high. It makes you like happy and want to uh, chit chat. Whippets are nitrous. Right? Same thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I've done a lot of whippets, and you, there's no 50% oxygen though. Yeah. What for, are whippets? For those yeah, for those of you who don't know what whippets are, if you take a uh, a can a, of whipped cream, a can of whipped cream, and you know when you push the little white nozzle, uh-huh. the whipped cream comes out. Well, there's an angle at which you can push it, and the whipped cream does not come out, and all that comes out is Air mm-hmm. seems like air, but it's nitrous oxide. You can also go to I tried that one sex time. shops oh. and oh, I didn't buy the canister. I mean, maybe not anymore, but back yeah. in my day, uh, <laughs> buy the canisters and like the at-home whipped cream thing, and then or they just have crackers that go into like a one of those you know those balloons that you like punch it back and forth. Yeah, you put it into that, and then you breathe the balloon. Okay, but why a sex shop? A sex uh, this shop? is where they sell the nitrous, oh, nitrous the oxide cream. is considered to be an aphrodisiac. Like if you look at like the effects of nitrous oxide, aphrodisia is definitely mm. on the list of possible effects that okay. it can have. So, and so they sell just nitrous at sex shop. Not uh, they used to. Do you know if they still do? I haven't done it. In a while. <laughs> I don't know. You were <laughs> nodding at one <laughs> point. Lowell's like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, we can go look. The jury's uh, out. Tonight. If you know, please email us. Let us know. We need to know this. Yeah. This oh. is very important. Okay. Um, we can go see for... Uh, anyway, I tried, anyway, I tried doing the whipped cream one time, uh, and it just... I felt like I got a weird headache, and I didn't I didn't feel anything like I've, this. I did try it when I was like a teenager, and it never worked on me. I was probably doing it wrong. Probably. But I emptied people... out a bunch of whipped cream containers at a house I was babysitting at when I was 15 yeah. and then passed out on the floor and they came home and they were like uh, pissed or whatever, you know, <laughs> don't hire me to watch your kids. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Uh, OK, so Jessa and I met probably about a year ago, maybe. Yeah. About a year ago. And, and she had been a guest on uh, another podcast that I had started called The Stand Up Diet. And I had seen you on uh, Burt Kreischer's podcast called Burtcast. Yeah. And you had, um, I guess uh, you didn't seem very embarrassed at the time. But what I consider to be kind of a little bit of an embarrassing moment where your teeth had fallen out on screen. They right? were, or um, they were loose. They never fell out. But if they weren't like freshly glued in, they uh, I would be self-conscious about mouth noises. Yeah. So typically when I pull up to um, a podcast or a show, I just pull them out and like change the glue out Yeah. to prevent that. And I had forgotten to do it there and then was just obsessing over what if they come loose while we're um, – or they were already loose enough that it was going to be an issue. Got it. And so I wanted to like leave – 
and go to the bathroom for a couple of minutes because then you got like a good minute and a half of mouth noises afterwards after gluing them in. Yeah. And uh, I wasn't like em- embarrassed. You didn't seem like you were. No. But I, he did say, I was like, you're going to edit that out, right? And he was like, yeah, totally. And, and then, then he no. did it. He thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Right. So right. Uh, You could tell Bert was definitely into it when it yeah. happened. But uh, we had a mutual friend. And I uh, had asked her to contact you and say, hey, see if she was open to uh, getting a bunch of free dental work done. And you were. And it worked out really well. It we did, did work out great. We've done uh, uh, eight implants on you. Eight dental implants. Yeah. Not eight breast implants. Yeah, no. That would look weird. That would be weird. <laughs> but could be doable. Yeah. <laughs> like way better than Total Recall. Uh, so uh, um, we had quite the journey. And because when, when we started out, I told you, I told Jessa, this is something that you get to really kind of be in it for the long haul because there are going to be periods of time where it sucks yeah. a lot. And you experienced that, I think, at least a couple times. Yeah, I think being I was uh, down in California, so we got the implants in, and then um, uh, just where I saw to wear the dentures on top of the implants while yes. the implants like fused with the bone. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't understand like when I say dental implants, I think I got whatever tooth for tooth, tooth for tooth, which no. you can't do after you've had. It's called dentures. an all-on-four procedure, which is all-on-four refers to four implants in one arch, and uh, and then. Uh, a denture is placed and snaps into place on top of it. So you have a, you still have, have a denture, but it's snapped into place. So it makes it very difficult for the teeth to move, which makes them very functional. And it's also different in that it's not like a denture, like roof of my mouth isn't covered anymore, right. which has, uh, I got really used to just putting scolding hot food into my mouth because oh, the roof of yeah. my mouth was, so that's Protected, been a learning yeah. curve. Yeah. Cause I'm just like, Oh my God, Al. Do you notice a so difference? Minute, are you, Jess has a thing about eating food the second it's like it comes out of the oven and it's so hot. Right. And uh, she's uh, she doesn't understand why I would want to wait uh, a few <laughs> minutes before, before eating. And uh, is it be just because you didn't have a roof of your mouth? It yeah. Was covered and you just. I feel like when food is down? super super hot, everything is liquid. Like nothing is coagulated. Like. I eat a, a lot of meat, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't like the um, like and steak. everything is liquid in the steak. Yeah, like the fat is still liquid. It's not yeah. like coagulated into paste or whatever. So I like want to eat it while it's very hot. <laughs> steak. It hasn't steak. coagulated into paste yet. <laughs> what? Kind of soylent green shit. Um. Yeah, but I've had to wait now for my food to yeah, come makes down sense. to a that reasonable makes sense. temperature. Do you notice a difference in the way things taste? Um, I don't taste- think I've noticed that yet. I have, what are we, a month? A month since yeah. I got them? Yeah. So for the first three weeks, uh, I, I'm probably only like a week into being able to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because whenever you get a new apparatus in your mouth, it's sore. Right. Yeah. And uh, I think I was... Um, I think it was like three days ago when I realized like, oh, I can eat now because I was still cutting my sandwiches because the whole time the yeah. implants were in with the dentures, that was yeah. a, a mess. And um, the dentures already didn't fit that great. And then I had them very aggressively uh, modified yeah. and then they just were too big. And so I've just gotten in the habit of just like eating 
like sandwiches cut into bites because I couldn't bite into anything. Uh-huh. And so it was just a couple yeah. days ago where I was like, oh, I might not have to do this anymore. And then I was like, oh my God, I can uh, yeah. eat like it, a normal There's person. definitely a learning curve to getting back to where you like you used to be. So, um, uh, which is super awesome. So for those who don't know, you have to wait about four to six months for implants to heal into your bone before you can actually utilize the implants to attach them to certain apparatuses. Yeah. Uh, apparati? Apparati? I think Multiple uh, you know mm-hmm. uh, so, um, uh, yeah, but so once the six months is over, so we just basically finished your, your job. Like we did, I want to say we did it in September of 2018. We did it in September. That's when we started. That's mm-hmm. when we placed the implants. And then, uh, we just finished about a month ago, getting you the final product, which was, um, a bunch of time and resources were donated as well. Uh, in addition to what we did here at Comfort Dental in Camas, Washington, we did we got some help from Evergreen Denture Center, who did you dentures for brand, brand new dentures uh, at no cost and porcelain teeth. Porcelain teeth, which instead of plastic teeth, and if you don't know the difference, it's 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 tremendous. It's tremendous, uh, and uh, a bunch of other com- implant direct is a company that that uh, has donated the implants that we did. So. Um, uh, I want to give a little shout out to those companies as well who uh, also helped out. And then big shout out to Brady to, uh, for taking fielding all of my panicked texts. There was a few. Yeah. There were, so there were definitely times where you thought this was a terrible idea. <laughs> what have we done? Um, yeah. I think I thought um, I spent too much time on Google. I feel maybe. like you thought that for a few months straight. Yeah. <laughs> I think what was happening is the the dentures were just constantly rubbing on my gums, and so the gums yeah. were constantly irritated, and, and then I was just like, uh, "This has to be infection," and so right. uh, it was for a second. It was at one point, but um, uh, just like not having you because I was down in California, so not being able so to. So I want to yeah, I want to specify there was a geographic impediment yeah. that prevented us from seeing each other uh, with the frequency that would have been ideal. Yeah. Right? So. Uh, <laughs> So we did the implants, and I didn't see you for uh, at least a month and a half. You came in like once or twice because you were in town. I came in once after a few months, but every and uh, during and that healing phase, then you were like everything's fine, and we did actually. Yeah. And I was like, okay, everything's fine. And then a few months passed again, and then I was like, okay, I think I'm gonna freak out. Something's again. wrong. Yeah. Something's wrong. Yeah, but we worked through it, and it has all turned out really good right now. You'd say it's super positive now. Absolutely. Like now, I can't even because even the whole time I couldn't really. I had adjusted to dentures so much that yeah. I was like, uh, I was excited about the idea of not having further bone loss yeah. because having gotten dentures at 27, uh, I know that my face will just erode over right. time and had already happened, but it kind of happened in a positive way. Cause I had like mm-hmm. a longer face and it gave me like a, a more square face that I like better. Yeah. But then it was about to go the other way. So I liked that. But when you yeah. were like, it's going to change your life, just being able to click them in, it is, so much of my like time and energy into uh, the process of gluing my teeth in five or six times a day. Yeah. And I don't have to ever do that. The process of ordering fix a dent. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, show, like running out of glue and needing the right kind of glue and having to like Amazon prime more glue. This is like, she talks about uh, gluing her dentures in almost all day long. Yeah, it was a huge part of my life because the zinc in the glue, because I always had to use so much glue because I never got a pair that fit. I had multiple pairs and they never fit right. Um, The zinc in the glue, like, 
you're like eating that glue all the time and the zinc there was a bunch of lawsuits the zinc was causing oh. neurological do you know about this no, i don't think i don't th- i know i've never heard this before it was it was uh causing like brain damage in people oh. because it the zinc uh eats the copper in your body or like depletes the copper in your body and it was causing like major neurological issues for oh. people who were using a tiny bit and who didn't start using it until their yeah. 70s and i was like dude i've been globbing this shit into my mouth yeah. for uh, years. Oh, I know what I'm Googling later today. So I had to yeah. switch to something called Fix It at Neutral that they uh, that wasn't a big seller, so now you can only find it on Amazon. And uh, so then when I would be out on the road and couldn't get it, and if I had forgotten to order it or forgot to bring a new tube with me, because I went through about a tube a week, Yeah, I would uh, have to use zinc glue and then i could taste the zinc taste tastes like sucking on nickels that stuff yeah and so uh yeah this is a, it's it's nice to be free yeah so um and for those who don't know what you're explaining jessa is pretty normal for denture wearers i mean as far as like my exp- everyone uses a different amount of glue some people are lucky and don't use any glue but if you have any friends or family who wear dentures or have worn dentures for any period of time it it does become people get accustomed to what people just adapt to what they have right yeah and sometimes it's easy to forget what it could be or what it was and and i you know the thing is i knew the whole time that if you can just muscle it out to the end you mentioned it a couple times if you can just (laughs) muscle it out to the end you're gonna be happy that you did this uh so i'm glad you did because it it always makes me nervous when we start something because i kind of know those conversations are going to happen yeah uh, and and i always because because we weren't like because we weren't in a situation where i could say hey stop by the office and let me just take a look at what's going on yeah uh and also uh then you're also at the mercy of if you do go to and then you went to some other dentists uh and uh whose opinions i disagreed with yeah and uh that happens a lot and a lot of dentists are very quick to throw other dentists and their work under the bus and, and say this, say a lot of things. So, uh, I was always nervous about, uh, that, that happening too. I wish dentists wouldn't do that so much, but dentists definitely have different ways of thinking about things and, and they're very quick to do things, especially when it's something that they can charge a lot of money for. Yeah. I think it's, that's pretty, uh, similar in a lot of trades. You take your car to a mechanic. Yeah, man. Uh, just growing up with my dad and I was an electrician's assistant, uh, at one point I learned that whoever, worked on the house before you got there was an idiot. (laughs) Exactly. Who would wire the switches like this? What an idiot. Who did this? That's all I ever heard men say about any trade. Dennis do it just with a quieter voice. Yeah. Yeah. They they just whisper it. Uh, (laughs) Um, So anyways, we finished and and you're kind of getting now accustomed to your new life and it's it's very, very positive. I'm so happy to hear that. Um, uh, I wanted to... Uh, Aaron, you got your wisdom teeth pulled. No, not when you were younger. You got mentioned extracted when you were younger, and you mentioned uh, that you were not put out for that. No. Let's talk about that for a second. What was that like? So I want. I, I, did, I want to know about your dental history too. I uh, wanted to get my wisdom teeth pulled before I went on a two-year service mission for the LDS Church. Right. Most missionaries get their wisdom teeth pulled because they they, they send you to another country. They're not gonna. You don't have time. You you don't get to go to the dentist. And you went to a foreign country. Yeah, but you don't like when you're getting your wisdom teeth pulled. You don't know where they're gonna send you. But you're just like most people get them pulled before they put their papers in, just to get it out of the way. Because your access to dentistry might be questionable. Exactly. 
even if you're stateside, they don't even really like you to go to the, the dentist and do stuff like that while you're a missionary. Anyway, sure. I wanted to get my wisdom teeth pulled. Everyone else was getting their teeth pulled. I had three different dentists say that I did not need my wisdom teeth to be pulled. They all said, you got a big, giant mouth. There's a lot of room in there for your teeth. Just let it grow. Just let it grow out. So I was a little disappointed, but whatever. And then fast forward a few years, uh, there wasn't enough room. My teeth were getting like crowded, and like the my my once perfectly straight teeth were little. And then also the wisdom teeth were full of cavities. Mm. It's like every every time oh, I went okay. back into a dentist, they'd be like, "You got a new cavity, and it's always back here on one of the yeah. wisdom teeth." So finally, a dentist was like, before my parents' health insurance ran out. He said, uh, I could just take those out. And I was like, you can take them out after they're already erupted? And he was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. And I said, well, I definitely want to do that. And then I regretted it because I didn't get to go under like all my friends in high school did. I didn't. Uh, get no that. nitrous oxide or anything. Yeah, there was no cool like video afterwards where I was like high and like, ah, nah, 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 nah. Uh, I was just awake the whole time. And this man put pliers into my mouth. And like broke my teeth into pieces and then pulled the shards out. And there's why awful. would they not put them under as an adult? Well, so I so um, you, most gen- general dentists don't do wisdom teeth. Did you go to a surgeon or did you go to a general dentist? General dentist. Yeah. So I'm a general dentist. I'm not a surgeon, but I I don't refer to oral surgeons very much. I do like 95 percent of the wisdom teeth that come my way. I do them myself, but I don't have the capability in my office to put people under. So. Oh. So it's, uh, you know, we can do like what we call like oral sedation, which is like a pill, like a Valium, Xanax, uh, Triazolam, or some kind of drug that is uh, relieves anxiety. Uh, but no, like needle in the arm, you're going to pass out and you're going to go to sleep. We don't, I don't do that here. So we explain that to all of our patients, though, and say, if you want that service, you can go to a surgeon who will do that for you. Most surgeons, most general dentists don't do, put people out, though. Uh, and most surgeons do have that. And it's quite lucrative for oral surgeons to put people out. It's it's a good way to buffer uh, the, the bill a little bit. And also it makes people comfortable. Some people prefer to have that done that yeah. way. So uh, It probably would have been a lot better. I mean, I would have yeah. said no if they were like, you could go here. I would say no. I'm a, I'm a cheap guy. I did, <laughs> I, did a, I did a wisdom tooth case this morning on a 17-year-old kid and just two lowers. And we were done in uh, – Five minutes is all oh, it took me. I mean, was a, was a very long time. Yeah. I had to come back and get like uh, more stuff done afterwards. But it was just, I remember just clenching, like holding on to the armrests and just clenching. Yeah. That's the worst that part awful. is the sounds. Like, it's terrible. Part it's terrible. Yeah. I tell people to bring headphones. And even though, because your wisdom, teeth, your wisdom teeth are really close to your ears. Yeah. And so in your head, if something snaps or breaks, it sounds like a gunshot going off. To me, it's just a little little snap or a break or a crackle, right? But in to the patient, it's like they'll they'll want to stop the procedure and I, did my jaw just break? What what's going on? And they won't know what's going on. So, uh, but that was uh, uh, typically if you have cavities on your wisdom teeth, we'll usually suggest. I mean, you could fill them, but the idea is that if none of the other teeth had cavities and only the wisdom teeth had cavities, then it makes sense that. Your brushing technique, your brush wasn't going back far enough, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or just the ability to keep things clean wasn't as good on the wisdom teeth in particular. So even though people have room for wisdom teeth to grow in without any kind of pain, if they can't be kept clean or aren't being kept clean for whatever reason, usually it's just because of 
you know, physically difficult to get there, then uh, yeah, we could pull them out. Is the point of wisdom teeth because before we had dentists, our molars would just fall out and then they would fill that spot? Because that's what happened to me. So it's interesting. Wisdom teeth, uh, wisdom teeth don't hold any evolutionary advantage. Is that kind of what you're talking about? Like, why do we have yeah, them as human well, beings? Like I had had, yeah. I had had all my back molars pulled. Uh, in my like pregnancy, my teeth yeah. turned into powder way before drugs. Okay, and so I'd had all of my back molars pulled yeah. immediately after having like within a year of having a baby. So when my wisdom teeth came in, they just came in where kind of moved into place, moved into where my molars were and replaced those teeth, and then yeah. we're going within a couple of years. But like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then I was like, oh, this must be the point of the wisdom teeth when back in the day when your teeth were just falling out. What you experience is unique uh, and not common. Most teeth time teeth tip forward. They don't move uniformly forward mm. in a way that's very useful. They kind of tip forward and make it actually more like a food trap or like a more of a hygienically difficult situation. Oh, okay. So most people don't experience that when they lose a molar and pull a wisdom teeth into place. Now you can use it orthodontically, you can use wisdom teeth. So if you use braces, now you can pull teeth uniformly into position and replace teeth that way. So yeah, it's uh, wisdom teeth are kind of, and different dentists have different uh, levels of aggressiveness as far as recommending wisdom teeth removal. See, a lot of general dentists don't do wisdom teeth. So if they don't do wisdom teeth, they're not making money from the wisdom teeth anyways. So Oh, I wonder if that's why nobody would so pull if, yours. So if you have, if you have, and if they're quite difficult, it's easy to say, oh, you don't need it. Probably fine. Or, I mean, I don't know that that's involved. I mean, the money is always involved in the situation. And, and, uh, uh, and then some people, that's what they do. They do a lot of wisdom teeth. So it's, you're going to recommend what you're good at and what you, what makes you Makes mm -hmm. makes some money, but but it it sounds like if you had cavities, I would have made the same recommendation. I would have said, I, but I would have said I'll fill them, or I'll pull them. Yeah. So, but you gotta do I something. Think he gave me that option as well. Yeah. I'm like, why would I fill it? Or just just yank it. Well, I would say the same thing. Yeah. Why would you fill? It? You're just gonna get cavities on them again. Yeah. And you're gonna have to refill those things, and then you're gonna, it's gonna decay is gonna get deeper and deeper and deeper. And are you gonna do root canals? You're gonna spend. 1800 bucks on a root canal and a crown to get a wisdom tooth to save a wisdom tooth so could, when you were in my mouth did you see how many fillings i had uh i saw you had a few does a do i have uh more than average average or less than average uh less than average nice yeah no your teeth I look really good self-conscious about my dental hygiene i feel like i'm bad at it i feel like I've i was you've had very cavities. little you've had very little uh major dentistry done in your mouth. It feels like I've had You've a never had a root canal or anything? I haven't. I think that I, uh, this, the, my current dentist told me a long time ago, a year ago, or something, where he was like, you're eventually going to have to get this uh, root canal. And I asked, uh, does it get worse if I wait? Uh, and he was like, not really. It's going to be a root canal no matter what. So just, if you want to just wait until you can't stand the pain anymore and then get it, <laughs> sure, uh, sure, you know, go for it. And I'm like, all right, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe in a year I'll have more money or something like I, a root canal will be feasible. And it's, uh, it's, it like comes and goes like sometimes like, you, you, oh, you get some pain on that, on that thing back. Yeah. Uh, whenever like I have a cold coming, like if like allergy season, like this season right now, like when I start to get a little stuffy, yeah. Oh, it hurts. It hurts, and I'm like, oh, one day I'm gonna have to get this fucking root canal. But he had already like he yeah. like recommended a surgeon for me to go to because he said it was my teeth were 
difficult or something like that. Anyway, I threw that card away. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> someday I'm going to have to get a root canal. But I have yet yeah. to get one. It's just like regular filling. I think I got my first root canal at 19. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. It, yeah. Root canals get a really bad reputation. I think it's one of the most unfair reputations of all the dental procedures that we do because they're actually not – I mean, What's the uh, reputation that they hurt? That, that's like the worst thing that you can get, right? It's like uh, I, I had to get a root canal. People kind of even put that ahead of like tooth ex- teeth extractions. Like, would you rather yeah. get, would you rather get a tooth pulled or a root canal? People would say, oh, I'd rather get a tooth pulled. But that's, I mean, as far as like pain, that's a terrible decision. Mm. Pulling a tooth is far more invasive. It's uh, statistically more painful during the process. After the process uh, is over. Uh, root. Every root canal I ever got, though, resulted in an extraction. Yeah. And that's so, kind of my bad because I never got the crown put on afterwards. Yeah, root canals weaken teeth. But they save teeth, but they weaken teeth uh, tremendously. So if you get root canals and you don't get crowns on them, you'll lose it. It'll crack. Yeah. It'll break. It'll crumble into powder and dust. And, and, uh, and then, again, part of the unfair reputation is that yeah, you get them pulled anyways. Yeah. But it's actually, most times, they weren't crowned. And they were properly taken care of. And in yeah. that situation, I'd say, well, just didn't have the proper. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was I was uh, too young to be trying to keep on top of all of yeah. this stuff. And so uh, it was like we'd move and then I get different insurance and then I get to the dentist and he'd be like, you know, we need to fix all of these teeth. Mm-hmm. And then it was like putting out fires. And then I get root canals, and then we'd switch insurance again. Yeah. I'd have to switch dentists, and by the time I got to him, this thing is crumbled, and they were just a mess. Yeah. And a lot of people obviously don't want to spend money on something they think is gonna just fall apart and get pulled out anyway. So one thing we like, one really unique thing that we do that we started doing a couple of years ago is that someone's root canal falls apart, and they if they crown it, and then it still falls apart, I give them their money back in like a form of a credit, 100%, get it all back. And, or, or put it towards like an implant or a bridge or some other form of like tooth replacement or something like. In 2019, though, doesn't it just make more sense to pull the tooth and put an implant in? It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's a little more expensive to go the implant route. Uh, you just implant one tooth? Just do yeah, one just tooth? a screw. And then a, you can attach a crown. Tooth. Yeah. So like just a situation, we put implants in, but we have these special different connectors. So you have different, you have an implant and then you have different connectors. And these connectors can connect an implant to a single crown, a bridge, a denture, a partial denture. Uh, you can connect the implant to different things, different applications of the same implant. So for you, we used, for Jessa, we used a denture connector. But for a single tooth replacement, you'd, you'd put a connector. They call, they're called abutments, but you would put that on, and then you can kind of- They're called a what? An, abut- <laughs> an abutment. An abutment. An abutment, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, um, uh, yeah. Uh, we are uh, kind of running out of time, but before I forget, I want to. Uh, we have a secret word every episode, and then our listeners, if they email us the word, <laughs> if they email us the word, you get five hundred bucks of free dentistry. So every we do it every episode. So um, we just get, gonna email it to you, man. <laughs> <laughs> do you want? If, if you need a root canal done, man, come. Let me film, man. I'll do it for free. <laughs> That's the cost of entry, man. Uh, do you want to choose a secret word uh, for us? Do you want to do the honors yeah. of choosing a secret word? You can choose any word or phrase, but whatever it is, uh, you'll email this to drillpodcast at gmail.com, and the first person email us the secret word gets free 500 bucks. And you can gift it to someone. If you don't need it yourself, you can gift it to someone, and uh, we'll honor it the same way. Awesome. 
Do I have to say it? You have to it's say it. Well, it's a secret. Well, yeah, but That's they had. But they've been listening to the whole episode to get to the oh, secret word. Oh, gotcha. And now they're I was like, going to be taking guesses. They're just shooting shots in the dark. Just has written it on a piece of paper, and I know it. If you guess it, you get it. I was like, She's uh, thinking it right now, how many people are going to guess abutment? I mean, no, you, you would say what the secret word is say and then they would, they yeah, would know. Yeah, I get it. So I'm going to say abutment, abutment, but then I was just like also saying, I was like, wow, I wonder how many people figure that out. <laughs> they just have to. <laughs> <laughs> they just have to. It's one of the words we've used in the last 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, secret word is abutment. Please email that to drilledpodcast at You have to spell Gmail. it correctly to get the $500. Make your best attempt, and I will be leaving it with, uh, with the grading I for will sure. Not. I'll um, <laughs> then on top of that, we are going to start an, another giveaway where we do kind of more of like a Jessa-style giveaway where I'm, I want someone, I want our listeners to start um, nominating people who they think are in need of a tremendous kind of full-mouth dental overhaul. Uh, so uh, I won't allow people to nominate themselves. You can nominate somebody else, though, and uh, I'll start thumbing through those. Hopefully, the end of summer, beginning of fall, we will choose a single person whose uh, full uh, uh, full dental needs will be 100% taken care of um, here. Uh, before the movies start, they, like before the trailers, you know, the movie theaters just showing like trivia, yeah, and little games and like ads for whatever. Of course, there's one that was called that was called Million Dollar Smile. And it was like, can you identify this actor, famous person, by just a picture of their mouth? And uh, they used Woody Harrelson's mouth, and it was like okay. so disrespectful. I was like, <laughs> what has Mr. Harrelson done to deserve this up-close shot on his messed up teeth? Like this just seems Yeah, because he has kind of weird-looking teeth, doesn't he? It's not great. When you just see just uh, that. Just, just the teeth yeah. and, and everything else is black, you're like, Ugh, yeah, this is a Hollywood star. <laughs> yeah, Tom Cruise is famously uh, talked about in most dental schools. He's got that one center tooth, right? Yeah. He used to have uh, Tom Cruise's whole teeth have been like shifted one tooth over from uh-huh. his midline, so he uh-huh. he he is not uh, symmetrical. Uh, his face is not symmetrical. It's a weird a- asymmetry when you really look at Tom Cruise's smile. There's, so Tom Cruise is the one that you talk about in dental school? They talked about it in dental school. They show us different like celebrity smiles, and like when you're talking about different like ways to, you know, redesign people's smiles, it's mm-hmm. kind of interesting to look at like people who you consider to be like good looking, successful entertainers. Yeah. They kind of have jacked up think, teeth. Yeah, and I think Tom Cruise's smile looks nice. Isn't that to like you focus in on it and you see right. that that one tooth is like, man, how did that big thing get there? Yeah. yeah. Woody Harrelson, I don't think I ever like ever looked at his mouth really until I saw this. It was on a giant movie screen. Just yeah. Just yeah, I don't never notice he had bad teeth. It's not. It's not great. Yeah. Well, um, Aaron, so and just I nominate Woody Harrelson. Nominate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll send it to his people. But hey. You win. <laughs> He's done a lot of good work, and I feel like, you know, yeah. it's time he gets paid back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it's financial strain on him. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. He's probably doing okay. Um, uh, we're going to sign off. Jessa and Aaron, thanks so much for uh, hanging out with me. Thanks and for having you. us. And uh, hopefully now you ask for nitrous, Aaron, whenever you go to the dentist. Uh, it's a little extra. But it does make it, it does make it, yeah, like 75 bucks is what I charge for nitrous. And some dentists actually charge by like the, like every 15 minute intervals. It would be nice to like be, be nice to my dentist for a change. I feel like I never, <laughs> I never say anything to him. 
I never am nice to him, but like if you gave me nitrous, I'd be like, oh, what's up, Landon? <laughs> what's up, dude? Oh, awesome. Oh, okay. how's that vacation home coming, Landon? Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thanks, Aaron and Justin, for being here, and we'll see you guys next episode. Bye. Yeah.